We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/recommend today. This is Wellness 101, brought to you by the Institute of Natural Health, your home for common sense science-based health care. Here's your host, Dr. T.J. Williams. And welcome to the show, everyone. I'm your host, Dr. T.J., and with me as always is Aaron. Hi. Oh, oh yes. Hi, she says. Um, so... Today we've got a really good show. Um, this is this is a topic that we've talked in and around and about this uh, on the show before, um, but we've never just dedicated a show right to it. And we're, today we're going to talk about the myth of diagnosis. I mean, I I can't express to you how much having a diagnosis is really just a myth like people cling to their diagnosis and once they're given a label they will grab hold of that label and will not let that label go and they think that that's the that's the answer that's right. not the answer well i mean giving the name you know a name to whatever you are you know the group of symptoms that you have is helpful to find the right medication that, and you that's know? it. And, that's it. We're gonna but really. We're gonna, that's it. Yeah, we're gonna name a group. We're gonna put these group of symptoms together. We're gonna give it a, a a name, and then based on that name, we're gonna create a bunch of medications around it, or we're gonna prescribe these medications to that name. That's all it really boils down to is what drug to what disease. Right. And that's all medicine. And those of you out there who are nodding your heads, yes, that's exactly right. They just they told me I had this, and this is the drug I started. I mean, I can tell you, you know, you you. Start off with uh, pre-diabetes. You're going on metformin, right? And I think that I mean this is really an important show for us to do um, because it's kind of the foundation of the way that functional medicine works and how we practice in our clinic. I think that a lot of people listening to this, um, it's not something that you think about. Um, you don't think about there being a different way, right? You think about having a diagnosis as solving the problem, right? Like, so once you figure out what this group of symptoms is and, you know, you find out that you have, um, you know, diabetes or you have Hashimoto's or whatever it is that you have, well, then that's the answer. And it's not the answer. And it actually is keeping 
you from finding the answer because it's giving you this false sense of security that you know what's going on when that's not actually how a diagnosis works. And that's really what we're going to get into and explain right. today. If, if we really want to get into it, a diagnosis is merely a way for an insurance company to decide whether or not they're going to reimburse care because they've said that, well, we, this disease gets these treatments and that's all we're going to cover. Right. That's really all it boils down to. And it doesn't really help you. I mean, the myth that we're talking about is, like Aaron just said, if you know the name of the disease, you know what's wrong. It couldn't be farther from the truth. And, and the bad thing is it's permeated everything that there is in, in medicine and healthcare. And at the same time, it has become the single biggest obstacle out there with the way that we do things, period, cut and dried, right? We're naming and blaming in medicine, and unfortunately, that just doesn't work. Right, naming, that's what doctors are trained to do. Yeah, right. Naming I mean, and blaming. Uh, all you have this. medicine. Exactly, and so you know, find the name of the disease. You match the drug. It, so, like, if you have depression, well, you get an anti antidepressant. If you have anxiety, then you get an anti anxiety medication. If you have you know, bipolar or mood disorder, you get a mood stabilizer. And I mean, yeah, I just picked on some some psychiatric conditions, but this this is not this is everything else too. Heart disease. I mean, you get given the 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 name heart disease. Well, that doesn't tell you anything, right? There are a lot of things that cause heart disease. I mean, the strokes, high blood pressure, high cholesterol atherosclerosis or hardening of the arteries, heart attack. I mean, it's all heart disease, but it doesn't, the, the term heart disease doesn't give you an answer. Why did you get this? And the what why is, this is what is important. The why is where the answer actually lies. Because if we don't know why something happened, then we don't know how to fix it. Right. Statin medications are one of the top prescribed medications in the country. And they're given because someone has high cholesterol. Well, 80% of the cholesterol, and we're, and we're told, before back up just a second, we're told that the cholesterol comes from the food that you eat. A bad diet causes high cholesterol. That's not true. There's study after study after study that shows that that's not true. 80% of ish of the cholesterol that's in your body is made by your liver. Your body makes its own. So if you have a cholesterol of 300, it's because your body is making it, not because of the food that you're eating. Now, the food that if you're eating a bunch of bad fats and, you know, fried food and, and stuff like that, yeah, you can be contributing to liver dysfunction, which is going to cause you to make more cholesterol. And a lot of other problems. I mean, yeah, let's well, yeah. face it. I mean, if you're, you know, I mean, we talk about that all the time. If you're not eating correctly, you're setting yourself up for a ton of different problems, but it's not as simple then as to say you're, you, you are eating poorly, therefore you have high cholesterol. Right. I mean, most of the time, if you have, if you have high cholesterol, it's a liver problem. If you fix the liver, give the liver what it needs to run through its one and phase one and phase two of liver detoxification, the liver fixes itself, your cholesterol comes down, and you never did anything to do with the cholesterol at all. You just took care of the liver. You gave the liver what it needed to fix itself. It's a simple, simple game. But unfortunately, medicine doesn't look at it that way. Oh, you have high cholesterol. Everything that goes wrong with you is because you have high cholesterol. Well, that's garbage. Well, and it also is... A you know, I mean, it's frustrating to people who are not eating poorly and have high cholesterol because a lot of times then they're blamed for, you know, not eating correctly. Right. And then, you know, I mean, there's a lot of shame that goes along with that and feeling like, you know, why am I not able to control this when that's just not how the body works? Right. It's it's not it. I mean, the thyroid's the same way. People out there have 
uh, uh, Hashimoto's or uh, other autoimmune thyroid or hypothyroid. I mean, if the, if the thyroid is low functioning, it's it's because we have most of the time. Most of the, I see this in the lab work that people bring to us. It's because the body is unable to convert the thyroid hormone from the inactive form to the active form. It's which happens in the liver and the gut. Here we go back to the liver again. It happens in the liver and the gut, and it has nothing to do with whether or not their body can actually make the hormone. It's whether or not their body can convert it. That's the, it's a completely different mechanism. But medicine is looking at saying, oh, well, it's a thyroid problem. Let's just blame everything. You're tired? Oh, you have thyroid dysfunction. Your hair's falling out? Oh, you have thyroid dysfunction. You can't sleep at night? Oh, you have a thyroid dysfunction. I mean, what in the world? There are a bunch of different reasons for this to be going on. And there's another reason for why your thyroid's not working the way it's supposed to, or your your body's not making the thyroid hormone the way it's supposed to, or you're not converting it. There's always another reason why. Right. And that's the key is going down and digging at the roots of what's causing the problem and figuring out the why and then fix that. Well, and it's funny that you had mentioned, you know, oh, you're not sleeping correctly. It's, um, you know, a thyroid problem. I think not sleeping is another big one. You know, if you're not sleeping, oh, you have insomnia. We need to give you medicine to help you sleep. Why aren't you sleeping? Right. I mean, which is crazy, I bet right? you your cortisol's off the chart and you can't sleep. When, I mean, so when you really stop to think about it, how useful are these diagnoses? I mean, if you actually break it down, you start to realize, wait, it does me absolutely no good. Yeah. You know, like, okay, you've been diagnosed with migraines. Okay, why do you have the migraines? Like, what is what good is it for someone to tell you that you have migraines when you already knew your head really hurt, right? right? I right. mean, like, how helpful is that? I mean, the approach with, you know, finding this group of symptoms and giving it a name, it's, first of all, it's out, outdated. I mean, we're really um, learning that it just doesn't work. It's right. increasingly useless. And a lot of times at this point, it's dangerous. And we it, know that. Right. It, it, it worked. This mode, mode of name and blame and, and then get the drug for the disease works when it's a bacterial infection. And that was what was killing us. Those were top killers back in the 19, early 1900s. We died from infections. Now we're dying from complex chronic diseases. You can't throw medications at this. And then, you know, we throw a medication at something. Okay, maybe the person needed the medication. And then we throw a second medication at it. Well, guess what? There's not a study out there that shows that those two medications actually work together. And then we throw a third, a fourth, a fifth. I mean, we see people with 10, 12, 15, 20 different medications that they're on. We have absolutely zero idea what in the world is going on in that person's body taking that many medications other than the fact that tons and tons of nutrients in their body are being ripped out of their system. There's tons of books written on it. That One of the biggest books out there is called Drug Muggers, and it's all about uh, – it's written by uh, uh, a lady pharmacist. What was her name? Susie – I can't think of her name right off the top of my head. And Susie may not be right. Don't hold me to that. But it's the the title of the book is Drug Muggers. And it's all about if you're taking a stat medication, these are the nutrients that are being pulled out of your system. If you're taking a, an antidepressant, these are the nutrients that are being pulled out of your system. And those nutrients are what's needed to fight the disease to begin with, right? And that's the whole part of it. I mean, one of the biggest things that you can do when you have heart disease is increase your intake of CoQ10. Statin medications stop the body's ability to actually make CoQ10. So you're going to further deplete something that you probably needed more of anyway. Right. And there are, you know, more and more recently, we've seen people come in who are on a statin and have been told, hey, you might want to take CoQ10. But the thing is, they're not looking at the fact that, I mean, 
what they've prescribed is actually the reason why it's being depleted. And they're also not giving you, you know, any indication as to what, you know, what quality of supplement you need or helping people find out, you know, other than just, you know, going off the shelf and buying a CoQ10, which is probably not going to do you any good anyway. Right. It's, I mean, it's just so, the the whole system, it's just, it's, it's broken. This whole, you know, once you got a label, that's all that they want to blame everything on. And I, we see this over and over and over again. I used to, I, I give the people, uh, the patients that come in an example. I just say, Hey, look, you know, that you've been, you've been, you know, given this label, everything that you do, and no matter who you go see or how many referrals you get, they're going to constantly come back and tell you, oh, it's because of whatever that label was. They're just putting you in the box and they're sort of blaming everything on that box. You've got to get into your, get yourself out of that system and mode of thinking and into somewhere else with a different line of thinking that says, okay, we're going to focus on fixing the fixing you as a person rather than dealing with throwing a medication at your disease. And that's where people seem to get the most benefit is when we when we start doing that. All right, we got to take a break. When we come back, we're going to continue talking about the myth of diagnosis. You're listening to Wellness 101. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. You're listening to Wellness 101, brought to you by the Institute of Natural Health. For more information, visit them online at theinstituteofnaturalhealth.com or by phone 314-293-8123. She got out of town On a railway in New York bound And welcome back, everyone. If you're just tuning in today, we're talking about the myth of diagnosis and, oh, what a myth it is. Um, So before the break, we were just kind of talking about, you know, people getting labels put on them and then everybody blaming, you know, everything that happens to them on that label. And it's just it's just so far from the truth of of how we really fix people. Right. Well, and you had mentioned before about the fact that, you know, if 
we're really going to fix people. We need to look at them as as a whole person, right? right. We not just, and right. it's funny because and, and it goes it goes all the way back to before they were born. You've got to look at how healthy Mama was. And and it when we have people come into our clinic, a lot of people know what we do, and they're kind of expecting to some extent the difference that they're going to get when they're expecting to be overwhelmed and we deliver 100 percent of the time but we do also have people that come in and get frustrated because they're just like why are you asking about this i have a thyroid problem right like i need you and it's like nope doesn't body doesn't work that way actually i mean so it's it goes both ways with people who really want um who come in and are like all right you know i'm thrilled that you're looking at everything and we people come in who are like why are you asking me these you know off the wall questions when i told you all that but, you know i already told you it was a thyroid problem just fix my thyroid right but more often than not once we get once we get that wall or that barrier down then it turns into a why did those guys always right. do it this way i mean <laughs> why did anyone the, tell me this yeah why did no one give me this information and uh, you know where have you been i've been looking for you the last 20 years I'm like well here we are um you're here now so let's just move forward from here and so, I mean, it just it, it's it's so true. So there was a there was a guy out uh, at Stanford, I believe, um, and this guy got a group of psychologists, psychiatrists, and attorneys, and he got these people to pretend to hear voices. And managed to get all of them admitted to psychiatric hospitals all across the country, right? Once they got admitted to these hospitals, they can they just went back to acting normal, right? So just normal, average, everyday behavior. And the hospital staff and the physicians viewed all of their normal behavior and made notes that it was abnormal. And the only people that could that could tell the the regular people apart were those that were truly crazy those that truly had mental health issues well and you say this about them taking notes one of the things that was actually looked at was the fact that um some of these you know so-called patients that were in there that were part of this study were in um talking with the doctors and would take notes and they started you know they would write down that oh they're taking notes like as it was a crazy behavior instead of it being something that is totally normal to be doing when you're speaking to a physician yeah Um, we have people take notes all the time it's not crazy behavior we in fact we encourage it but I mean, it's just really it just goes to show you. And this is that that's a mental, you know, kind of example. But that once you have this label put on you, that everything that might otherwise be seen as normal is now looked at like it's really strange. And, and it's all part of this diagnosis that you have. And I can't tell you how many times the label is wrong. Right. It's wrong so much. People people will come in and be like, well, what is, what's wrong with me, doc? And we just explain processes. Well, this isn't working right, and that's not working right. And they're like, but what, what's my diagnosis? The diagnosis is the fact that your body isn't working the way it's supposed to. Just giving you a label, you're just going to cling to it, and that's what happens. And you know, we have people that come in, they bring their blood work, and they're like, this is what my, this is what my doctor ran and told me I had this. And we're like... Uh, okay, these are the numbers that you actually look at for that diagnosis, and they're perfectly, they're right here within normal range. And the people are baffled. They're completely, because no one explained to them what their labs were. They had somebody from the office call them and say, hey, you know, you've got, you've got this, we called in a prescription, go pick it up. 
They didn't really go over anything. They just told him, hey, we wrote you a prescription. Go get it. That doesn't help. That doesn't help anyone. But anyway, like like Aaron was saying, you know, once you, once they throw the label at you, I mean, they just put you in the same box as everybody else that has that exact same label. And really, in all honesty, if if we're going to get into it, the the future of medicine and the future of healthcare is all about personalization, not one size fits all. Right. Right. Because once you have a label like you know depression or heart disease or you know. Um, Hashimoto's or you know hypothyroid, like we had said, we throw you into the same group with everyone else who has that same label, and we assume that you have the same problem, even if the evidence is found that you don't necessarily suffer from the same problem. Oh, it's crazy. We'll have husband and wives that come in, and we'll do we'll do a like a group visit, so we'll see the husband and wife at the same time, and they'll both have hypothyroid. That's their diagnosis. Because a lot of people. Because a lot of people <laughs> have it. I mean, it's a, it's a synthroid is a very highly prescribed mm-hmm. medication. It's unfortunate, but it is. And they'll be on the exact same dose. She will be five foot five, hundred and twenty pounds. He will be six foot two, two hundred and eighty pounds on the exact same dose of medication, with numbers that are almost. I mean, how, how is that? That makes zero sense. They have completely different biochemical needs they're two different sizes of individuals it just it baffles me and their their numbers are no better things aren't and their symptoms are definitely no better that's why they're in there looking right. for us well and let's think about it i mean the, the name hypothyroidism has nothing to do with why someone has a certain um why they have certain symptoms right it has nothing to do with the root cause of the actual problem right the root cause could be a whole pile of things right that i alluded to, alluded to earlier in the in the show in the first segment but like just the the whole name and blame system is completely outdated and assigning a drug that, that that's probably not working right there's just nobody in the medical industry is understands it or or they don't care i i like or they to think, don't know how to look around it because i mean exactly just, i like to think that they're just not educated on it it's not that they don't care well and what i often say to people and i'm trying to explain this is it's like if you know the what you actually have is written on a piece of paper in russian and you keep going to doctors who only speak english and you keep saying, here's, you know, here's what I have. And they're like, this is gibberish. This is nothing. This is nothing. Well, it's not that it isn't it isn't anything. It's that they weren't trained to actually read it. Right. right. And so I just I think that's where um, we're really looking at, you know, the difference between functional medicine and conventional medicine is conventional medicine was trained in one way and they may not recognize the set of symptoms, you know, for what they are like a functional medicine practitioner will. And a lot of the, right. you know, That's functional exactly medicine right. practitioners RMDs and you know, we've all different types of doctors, but it's a different type of training. I, I had a mentor that always that would say, you don't take a Ferrari to the Chevrolet dealer to get it fixed. It's 100% true. You got to go to the right place. Right. And they're just they're just not trained. And you know, you don't go to a functional medicine doctor um, if, you know, like you have a gunshot or you right. don't uh, come to me yeah don't come to me with a you, bullet wound or a broken arm i'm not going to do that or deliver your baby you know that's, i that's mean that's true it's just but i mean you know just like we defer to conventional medicine for certain things chronic problems which is what this country is you know suffering from the numbers are skyrocketing Se- is, over over 70 cents of every dollar every medicare dollar is spent managing a chronic disease yeah 
and managing a chronic disease when we're actually, for most of these, able to reverse them. Yeah. I mean, you know, there are, there's a... There's a window. There's yeah. a time window. You can't have something for 45 years and expect us to make it go away. That does, that's not realistic. But there's a lot of stuff that can be done to improve your health. Right. But... But I mean, the, the whole medical system is virtually predicated on the myth of diagnosis, right? Right. right. The, the, exactly. And, you know, I'm, I'm more interested in helping you actually understand what's going on, how serious the issue is that you have, and then help you figure out what it is that you can do to fix it. Right. Because, because this problem isn't – I mean, this – it's not trivial. It changes everything about right. how we think about disease and what we do to prevent and treat disease. Right. And, the, you know, there's there's some other problems that, you know, just it, it, that are out there that explain, you know, every almost every disease. It doesn't matter what specialty your disease falls under. Right. It's it that makes zero difference. Right. It's there's right. a there's a few fundamental laws um, I forget the French guy's name. Um, there's a French guy out there who said basically a few fundamental laws can explain an extraordinary number of very complex phenomena. And it's it's so true. And it's true not just in medicine. It's true across the the world. I mean or across Right, but there are knowledge. Just, there are just a few underlying problems that really are the link between most chronic diseases. Yes. And inflammation is one of them. That's yeah, a big it's one. Huge. I mean, it's like the laws of physics. What are the three universal laws of physics or however many? There's not very many. Right. Well, and in almost every disease, the same few things go wrong. There right. aren't that many different things. Just, and just, all of those problems are interconnected. Yeah. Uh, my, big, one of my one of my favorite uh, doctors of all time, Deepak Chopra, who is an endocrinologist, by the way. A lot of people don't realize that. He said that he he says that the the human body is like a spider's web, and he's specifically he's talking about hormones in the in this quote. You can't touch one edge of a spider's web without vibrating the entire thing, and that's true in the human body. You can't do one thing that doesn't affect all of the rest of it. So if you're taking a medication for you know condition one, you're going to affect everything else in the body. And if you add another medication for condition two, you're going to affect everything else in the body. That's just the way that the that's the way that we work, right? And so if we if we stop and think, okay, let's let's figure out what are the what are some things that this whole world of wellness are built on. There's just a handful. And when we come back from this break, we're going to break this down and we're going to talk about these things, these keys that build up the, the that are, well, they're basically the keys to wellness. It's the foundation on which wellness is, is built on. So we got that coming for you right after this break. You're listening to Wellness 101. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Change. Some things you can't see until it gets too late. And baby, 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 when all your love is gone. 
And welcome back to the show, everyone. Today we're talking about the myth of diagnosis. And right before the break, I said that we were going to come back and we were going to talk about basically some keys to wellness. Now, these are in no particular order, um, but they're important for you know achieving and maintaining wellness. And one of those is inflammation and immune system balance. We've got to keep inflammation under control. We've got to make sure that our immune system is balanced and is functioning the way it's supposed to function. And I can't tell you how many people's immune systems are not functioning ideally. Another one is gut and digestive health. We've got to be digesting and eliminating every single day. We, you know, the the idea of having diarrhea and const and or constipation is a problem. Something is off. We've got to balance that stuff out. And on top of that, number three would be detox. We've got to be able to detoxify. The whole system has to be able to detoxify and then eliminate. Another one is um, environmental uh, stuff, so environmental pollutants. So we're exposed to tons and tons of environmental pollutants right, every single day. Right, skincare products and things like that. Yeah, skincare products. Um, cleaning products. Cleaning supplies, just being outside. If you live in a city, the the you know the smog and all of the the effects of, of gasoline, you know, being you know burned from cars and things like that. If you like live that. in the country, if you're around farms, are there pesticides sprayed? And pesticides, like that? insecticides, glyphosate, things like that. You just that's that's a environmental insult. Um, hormones and neurotransmitters. This is how our body communicates. And if your communication system is down, we that brings on its a whole host of other issues. How we make another one is how we make energy and whether or not our mitochondria are working and how much oxidative stress is going on. So we've We've touched on in this show before about free radicals and oxidative damage and stuff that happens. And this, these free radicals can damage the mitochondria, which damages our ability to make energy because mitochondria are what make energy for our cells and for our body. So keeping that all in check and making sure that that's all functioning properly is another piece. And then lastly, and this one is very important, but unfortunately in the United States, and I say the United States because we have listeners all over the world for, to our podcast – in the United States, we don't put a much as much emphasis on mind body and then body mind cause and effect. Like we don't put as much emphasis on our thought patterns and how those can contribute to dysfunction and ultimately sickness. Right? We we need to be better at that, and I think we're becoming more aware as a country. But I we're still behind other places in the world who focus a lot more on you know mental clarity and and health and mental well being. But those are those are just some of the key pieces um, to right the underlying causes of all illness. Yeah, and and to maintain and and optimize your body's ability to to stay well. That if you can work on those things and you know find a doc in your area that can help you with that. And if you don't have one in your area, call us. We'll either take care of it or we'll find somebody. We'll help you find someone that's there. Right. I mean, if you're looking at these keys to wellness, I mean, this really, you know, are the things that we focus on in our clinic, and it's like a new roadmap with functional medicine. And it turns the myth of diagnosis on its on its head, basically. Right. Um, Just flips it upside down. Right, because it reveals that, you know, well, one of the most radical concepts that emerge from this is the fact that the name of the disease bears little relationship to the actual cause of the disease. Right. Exactly. It it makes 
no difference, right? So moving on just a little bit, there's this whole one disease can have a bunch of different causes, which all of these different causes can manifest the exact same symptoms. I mean, if we look at depression, for instance, there are, it can be caused by a lot of different things, but yet the symptoms that are seen are the same across the board. And the, the DSM-5, which is the, the diagnosis book for, um, for mental health, describes the symptoms with 100% accuracy, but it doesn't say anything at all about the causes. So we have zero validity. Right, so we don't know what's they don't they don't even talk about the cause. They just talk about this is what you have. So then here's your here's your name, here's your label. But we didn't talk about the cause. How are you going to fix something if you don't talk about the cause, right? So if we have a room full of people with this depression and every single one of them meet the the criteria in the DSM five for depression, depression, they would all be prescribed antidepressants for their for their disease, their quote disease, right? But the diagnosis nor the treatment, either one, takes into account any kind of genetic individuality, so it doesn't look at them individually at all. It doesn't, doesn't look at why they were depressed in the first place right. is one of the things. It doesn't look at any reason why they may be depressed, right? Because, I mean, let's face it, there is – there. You know, I mean, someone can have depression for, I mean, like we talked about, many different reasons. It could be situational, right? right. So, I mean, the fact that they have been uh, met the certain criteria, okay, are they going through something really difficult? Because in right. that case, you know, suffering from a short-term depression would actually seem normal, right? I mean, right. there are certain situations you go through and you think, okay, if you aren't really, I mean, think if you've just lost your spouse of, you know, well, of any years, really. I mean, right. someone who you're spending your life with, you're going to probably go through a depression. That's a normal response to something that you've lived through. Right. Um, if you're excited, there's a whole other reason that we need to be talking to you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Call me crazy. Yes. Right. But I mean, with with depression, I mean, there are so many different things that can be causing it. I mean, you could have deficiencies in vitamins like folate, B6, B12. Right. Those three are really important in in how we methylate. And that's part of how our liver detoxifies. And, and those things, it, it alters different statuses in those nutrients, those particular key nutrients alter the body's ability to make serotonin and dopamine. And so we're not going to feel good or sleep good and, and our mood's going to be off. Right. Our thyroid could be off. We could have, you know, food sensitivities, which cause, you know, when you have food sensitivity or, or something that causes leaky gut, you instantaneously cause leaky brain. It's the same type of cell that makes it up. So if it affects the gut, it's going to affect the brain. You could have an autoimmune response to a food. We could be talking about uh, a toxic metal poison uh, or something like that, like mercury, lead, cadmium, arsenic, anything like that. We could have different types of proteins um, that alter brain function. So from when we digest foods, we can alter their proteins, and that can create depression. We can have inflammation in the brain because we've got some sort of hidden infection. Our blood sugar can be off. I mean, we have, pe we have people that say, literally, we'll ask husbands and wives or someone that comes in, they bring a loved one in with them. We'll talk about whatever they've got going on, and then we'll, we'll literally say, do you have anything to add? Do you, do you notice anything? Do you notice after this person eats 
certain foods that they become more agitated or they become more depressed or they need to take a nap or whatever. We, we try to key in on what someone else notices about a person's behavior because sometimes we're blind to what's happening to us. Right. I mean, I, I'm open with the fact that I, I have a sensitivity to gluten. I tell people, hey, I have a sensitivity to gluten. I, I can I personally feel like I can consume gluten. Trust me, no one wants to hang around TJ after no. he's had gluten because I become very short tempered. I get agitated very easily. And people I mean, Aaron will look at me. <laughs> people in the office. Will look at me. Did, did you eat gluten? Because you're a little testy. And I, I have to stop and think, well, not on purpose. I didn't. And I have to go back and try to figure out, okay, what did I eat that may have had some gluten hiding in it? Because then I start really being self-conscious about, okay, now I have to really watch myself. And a lot of people don't even realize that that's an issue. So if you don't know that it's going on, you have no idea what to look for. And I know that it happens, and I still miss it until someone points it out to me. And I tell everyone in the office, and Aaron for sure will tell me, hey, look, you're – you might have gotten a little gluten here because yeah, it's clear. <laughs> it, it's, I don't, and I don't notice it at all. But once it's brought to my attention, then I say, "Okay, yeah, man, maybe, maybe you're right, right?" So there are just a, this is just one example. There's so many different things that can happen, and we didn't even talk about hormones. You talk about getting someone being depressed. If someone has low testosterone, man or woman, you're more likely to be depressed. Period across the board. I mean, not having enough good fats in your diet. Your adrenal glands could be catched. I mean, I don't know how many people come in and say, I think my adrenals are shot. And we check, and yeah, sometimes they are, but a lot of times they're functioning. They're just not functioning well. And so they don't know what else to to put the label on. And so, you know. And if your adrenals are only functioning, if they're functioning, but not functioning well, Modern medicine will never catch it, never. and that's why people always end up because in our you have office. to have a you have to have a disease state for modern medicine to fix it. You have yes. to have Addison's or Cushing's. Everything else is perfectly normal function. That's absolutely false, and we've talked about it on this show before. I'll get off my soapbox. I get a little amped up. You can tell I get a little amped up about this topic because this is something we deal with on a daily basis. So. Anyway, we've got to take uh, another break. Um, when we come back, we'll we'll try to bring this stuff together and kind of wrap this all up and and talk a little bit more about the myth of diagnosis. You're listening to Wellness 101. You're listening to Wellness 101, brought to you by the Institute of Natural Health. For more information, visit them online at theinstituteofnaturalhealth.com or by phone 314-293-8123. And welcome back. If you're just joining us, um, you've missed a pretty good show so far, in my opinion, my humble opinion. Um, Aaron laughs at me when I say that, but it's, it, say has, it every show. I do, but it's been a good show, right? So today we've been talking about the myth of diagnosis, and before the break, we were talking about all these different uh, things that can be causing uh, that can be causing depression. And I mean, yes, there there are some real causes of depression, right? As just like there are real causes of anything, but if you don't address the core, the underlying issues, like what we what I listed off before, the you know vitamin deficiencies, the autoimmune responses, the inflammation, the low testosterone, things like that, right? You're never really going to have optimal function. You're never going to have optimal mood, right? There's there's really and truly no such thing when you think about this. There's no such thing as a disease called depression. 
Depression is really just a group of symptoms that are put together, a group of things that are going on in a person that we gave a label to, and we labeled it depression. Well, we didn't. I didn't. Someone did, right? They just labeled it depression. And so, I mean, just as many imbalances that that are going on, it's just what we refer to as depression, right? So that's the, that's the takeaway with this is that, you know, it's just a group of, of things that come together and we're going to say, well, if you have these, you know, 10 things, we're going to call it this condition. If you have these 10 things, we're going to call it this condition, right? There's, it's, it it just baffles me that that's how, that's what medicine has, has boiled itself down to, right? Right. So that's, you know, the whole thought that there's one disease, but, you know, there are many different causes of, you know, like we talked about, there are many different things that can cause what is referred to as the same disease. But on the other end of the spectrum, there can be one thing in a person's diet, lifestyle environment, genetic makeup, you know, all these different things. Um, There can be one factor that can cause dozens of different and seemingly unrelated diseases. Right. Oh, yeah. And we were just talking about me and and gluten. That's a big one. The the New England Journal of Medicine put out a review, and they, they tied 55 diseases that can be caused by eating gluten. And a lot of them were neurologic diseases, anxiety, depression, schizophrenia, dementia, migraines, epilepsy, neuropathy. I mean, this is just, I mean, it's just baffling. And people are like, well, I don't have a problem with gluten. Well, you will, right? Because right. if you eat enough of it long enough, it's going to be an issue. And especially in the United States. Yeah, it's completely different gluten here. I mean, it's just uh, the, the, the change that has happened to our gluten is just, it, it's, it's an issue. Right. When I know we harp on it on this show a lot and we talk about, you know, that we shouldn't be consuming gluten, but it, just knowing this information is is this is why we do what we do, because we're just trying to spread this information that we know to others so that maybe they can be, you know, they can either help themselves or help a loved one. I mean, it's just there's so many things. I mean, right. gluten. I'm going to I'm going to hammer on gluten a little bit. Right. So the brain gets inflamed when we when we eat gluten, but gluten also gets broken down in the gut into these like weird little proteins and they're called gluteomorphins and they're opium like peptides, right? So they're opium like pre- uh, proteins and they're like psychedelic drugs. They have the same type of effect. I mean, it they change brain function and they train change behavior. I mean, I've noticed this Go to Chuck E. Cheese and just watch the kids bounce off the walls. I mean, they literally go completely crazy. They do. It happens. Just watch this sort of stuff. Take if you're if you're really up for an experiment, take gluten out of your child's diet. If you have a kid under the age of ten, take gluten completely out of their diet for thirty days, and then give them a bunch of pizza one day or a bunch of donuts or whatever it is. Yes, that's yes. Doctor TJ said, give them donuts. Just watch what happens after they consume that gluten after being off of it for thirty days. And you're gonna, I mean, good luck have those first five or six days coming off of gluten because it's gonna be withdrawal like symptoms. Right, They're gonna, gonna say, be angry and cry and throw far. a fit. Or, or mac and cheese. That's what kids really want is mac and cheese. After after eliminating it for thirty days, give them that and see how they do. You will notice a very distinct difference. 
And I encourage, I tell people that have kids to do that all the time. Like, you want to see the, what it's doing to your child? Do that, right? So there's just a there's just a lot of different things. I mean, all kinds of different. It causes um, it has a lot of glutamate in it, and so glutamate causes the body to to accelerate. It gets very active and excited. It's a very excitatory um, neurotransmitter. So we overactivate uh, overactivate the the system. So I mean, gluten just I mean, gluten by itself causes brain dysfunction. There's it, it inflames. It causes this little weird morphine um, opium-like um, protein, and then it's an excitotoxin. It causes the 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 body to to ramp up and and be overexcited, right? And I mean, gluten. This is just an example that gluten can be the one cause behind a bunch of different diseases. And this right here is a big chunk of why we really encourage people get your food sensitivity testing done. Find out if you have a sensitivity to these things because it will change your world when you eat the foods that you're no longer sensitive to. Right. And even if you don't have a sensitivity to gluten, you know, like you've talked about, it's still a problem. I mean, it's still not a good thing to be consuming. And if it is causing a problem for you, like it does for so many people, the diseases that gluten could be causing aren't treatable with better medication. I mean, that doesn't really make sense. They... You know, you treat them by removing gluten from your diet. It's that simple. Right. And then, you know, you may have to do a few things to heal and repair the gut. Right. But that's that's usually pretty simple. And the younger you are, the less you're going to need, in all honesty. Right. And that's really the whole, you know, rocking your shoe analogy, where, like, if you have a rock in your shoe, what, what do you do to fix the pain of walking around with a rock in your shoe? Well, conventional medicine would give you, you know, pain medicine or something. It would right. give you things to... Um, so you don't notice it. Um, functional medicine just removes the rock from your shoe, right? Because that's what makes the most sense, right? And so the the whole concept of today's show is basically one disease can be caused by a whole bunch of things, and one thing can cause a whole bunch of diseases. And that by itself, that statement by itself, completely flips our current thinking in healthcare on its head, right? This is why functional medicine is the future this is exactly and it's now this is how you get to the root of what's causing your issues people come in all the time and they're like i'm taking you know medication i I don't want to have to take this medication anymore what can be done okay well let's figure out what broke and let's fix that let's let's how about we do that and so that's that's how you go back and you work on these things and you got to take all of the body into account. You can't just say, well, I just I do functional medicine, but I'm just going to fix your gut. That That's not going to work. You've got to fix your gut. you got to fix the hormones. you got to fix detoxification, all those keys that we talked about. And it has to be done. It doesn't all have to be done at once, but it all needs to be worked on at one time. right? You don't have to necessarily go after every single piece of the puzzle, but you've got to be going after enough that you're going to make a difference and change how this person is. right? Because our bodies, we react so quickly to things if given the right things. And things can happen. Things can change. So, I mean, this is functional medicine, and we encourage everyone, find a functional medicine practitioner. Find someone that you know is certified, that knows what they're doing, because a lot of people out there are just saying, hey, I'm a functional medicine practitioner, and they actually have no training whatsoever in functional medicine. Or they so, took a weekend course. Yeah, so beware. But, you know – Find someone. There, there are people out there that can that can help. Um, that that'll help you, right? 
So that's about all the time we've got today. If you'd like more information, please visit us online at the Institute of Natural Health.com. Follow us on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. You can link to all those from our website. Give us a call, 314-293-8123. Shoot us an email if you have any suggestions for a show or questions. We do our best to, to get back to you as quickly as we possibly can. So for Aaron, I'm Dr. TJ. This has been Wellness 101. Thanks for listening. Wellness 101 has been brought to you by the Institute of Natural Health, your destination for functional medicine in St. Louis. For more information, visit them online at theinstituteofnaturalhealth.com or by phone 314-293-8123. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.